Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know you've never actually seen an armadillo in real life or in a picture? Because what they do is armadillos carry those big, like, photorealistic blow-ups you see at sporting events (laughs) of themselves and show it at any camera or eyeball that's pointed their way. So all you've ever seen are pictures of armadillos, even in real life. I did not know that. (laughs) I wonder what they actually look like then. Yeah. To find out more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash armadillopodcastingclub. The sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're starting Living Dead in Dallas, the fir- the second book in the Sookie Stackhouse series, chapters one through three. Previously, we met Sookie Stackhouse, plucky psychic waitress and the heroine of our story. We're introduced to her home of Bontemps, a small town in Louisiana, home to a vampire, a shapeshifter, and what is probably a truly impressive per capita murder rate. She has an on-again, off-again romance with Vampire Bill, wherein they drink each other's blood and have lots of vampire sex. Not my thing, but I'm not here to yuck anyone else's yum. (laughs) (laughs) She also has a will-they-won't-they side thing with her boss, Shapeshifter Sam. Uh, I don't know. If they call him Vampire Bill, should we call him Shapeshifter Sam? It's hard to say. You can call him Dog Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Shifty Sam. (laughs) Shifty Sam, Dog Sam, Shapeshifter Sam. Why can't he be Bartender Sam? (laughs) Like, that's what he does most of his time, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We don't know how much time he spends as a dog. Butt Sniffer Sam? Yeah, Butt Sniffer Sam. He does a lot of sniffing. Yeah. Human or otherwise. Uh, but so far, uh, in this will they, won't they thing, they won't. Uh, when her brother becomes a primary suspect, Suki takes it upon herself to solve the local murder problem, which she eventually does by getting in a brutal graveyard brawl with her best friend's ex-husband slash current boyfriend. Small towns, am I right? Uh, also, the local vampire Viking boss, Eric, keeps sending her vagina flowers, which I'm pretty sure is the ancient equivalent of a dick pic. <laughs> he just doesn't know about selfies yet. That's right. He's like... I can do it without flowers? Technology is amazing. <laughs> it's taken me centuries to find flowers that look so much like my genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're supposed to look like her genitalia. I, don't, I mean, are there, I are there dick flowers? I mean, there's definitely vag flowers. There's got to be dick flowers, right? <laughs> well, what about the pitcher plant? That's kind of dick-shaped, right? I don't know. Yeah. You know what a pitcher plant? It's like, it's one of those carnivorous plants. It's got a big, long, dangly bit. <laughs> I mean... You do know what it looks like, even if you had a single one. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a virgin. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start book two. The way you always should start with a new book is by judging his cover. That's right. Uh, I find this cover actually a little puzzling. Like, I was very aware that vampires could fly, but I was not aware that uh, they could make their coffins fly in the Sookie Stackhouse mythos. Do you think is the vampire making it fly, or is it Suki on the on the coffin that's riding it like a surfboard? If you sat on a surfboard on your butt, (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering because it it seems like she's flying it side saddle, right? Like, I mean, she's a lady. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get that flying coffins are probably way more environmentally friendly than a taxi or a plane, but like, if I were riding a coffin that high, I'd be clinging to that sucker for dear life. I would be in the coffin at that height. That seems way more, that seems safer, right? I don't care if it's crowded. I don't want to fall to my death. Yeah, well, I mean, 
it's probably not very ladylike to ride, you know, crammed up against someone either, right? That's true. He might get the wrong idea. <laughs> also, I guess this is the classic Dallas skyline. I, I actually don't know what Dallas skyline looks like. Does anyone oh, yeah. actually know what the Dallas skyline looks like? I feel like it's not an iconic sky. There's a building with I a hole in it. I need to look it, it up. Mm. Oh, well, there's a building in it with a hole in it on the left side there. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, oh it's right underneath the, the HBO series sticker on for me. So I don't oh, know. yeah. Oh. <laughs> So it's, uh, I don't know, it's whimsical, it's fun. I think it's a cool uh, cover. I don't think that the coffin's going to fly in the series, but you never know. I mean, the, in the previous cover, the building definitely did catch on fire. Although, I don't think Bill flew through the air with Sookie wrapped in his cape. Huh. Right. No. Mm. That part didn't happen. Right. Or it wasn't covered in the narrative. So it's like semi-canon. Yeah. Semi-canon covers. I appreciate that she was dressed appropriately for writing, though. She's wearing her pants. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's true. If I was going to write a coffin... That's what I would wear. You know, uh, I, I have to disagree. I think mm. she should have goggles on. If you're, if you're writing a flying <laughs> coffin, you should definitely wear goggles. Otherwise, you're going to get bugs in your eyes. Especially if you're that high up. Yeah. There's not bugs up that high. You don't think so? Not at coffin altitude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. We open in Merlots. Andy Belfleur, the sheriff, is there and he is drunk. Of course, Sookie can't be bothered to ask, uh, you know, what's wrong, why he's drunk. So she goes straight for the mind read. Remember when, like, at the beginning of last book, she was talking about how that was low class reading people's minds? <laughs> you think they just, like, toss that right out the window, right? Yep. Yep. So, he's drunk yeah. and she's reading his mind. Mm-hmm. And so she calls Andy's sister, Portia, to come pick him up. Yeah. And, man, we get a savage Sookie scan right away on page four. <laughs> I think I wrote Did this you one down. Did you know that? Yes. The one of Portia? Yes. Portia was built as squirrely as her brother, but she had long, thick chestnut hair. Keeping it beautifully tended was Portia's one signal that she hadn't given up yet. Oh, wow. God, damn. Shit, Sookie. Savage. Damn. I mean, she's lucky no one else is a psychic because she's setting people on fire. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, there's there's going to be one other psychic she's going to run into and they're just going to be like, like giving her like side eye every minute. Like, what the fuck? You're <laughs> so judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, this is why I would not want to be psychic because I feel like everyone's going to be like carrying into me all the time. It'll crush my spirit, you know? Aww. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and and her vampire boyfriend shows up, and apparently, he, like everyone calls him Vampire Bill, like VB. Now it's like it's a cool new nickname. He's like getting on with everyone, you know. Yeah, VB is not that cool a nickname. I think you don't think so. He's a little close to VD, you know. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. my favorite, you know. So maybe they're not meaning it as like a friendly nickname. Like they're like VB the VD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I like that she mentioned that. Bill's got some muscles on him because he had muscles when he died. So that's another another thing you got to do before you get turned into a vampire. You get jacked. Get hit, swole. Yeah, hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, like the, I, I, I can't help but think if I tur- got turned into a vampire like here and now today, I would be very unhappy about it. Because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still definitely rocking that quarantine bod, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like mostly people are accepting him now, you know? People are casually chatting with him. Uh, Portia being one of the exceptions. She's still being kind of weird about him. Um, but he does probably win some uh, points by carrying Andy's drunk ass to his car for yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Andy's car stays at Merlot's overnight since Andy went home drunk with Portia. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, there's a dead body. Another southern vampire mystery. Ooh. <laughs> Sookie discovers it because apparently Sookie has to discover all the terrible things. Yep. Poor and it's Lafayette, Lafayette, who we barely got to know. Yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, I was actually kind of bummed about this. Um, because I really like Lafayette, the character from the TV series, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I guess 
I know the the show took a lot of liberties with the characters and plot and so on, but it was hard for me not to see this Lafayette as the True Blood Lafayette, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of fond of. But yeah, this Lafayette dies super early on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And of course, Sookie reports it to Sam before calling the police, you know, like you do. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got to talk to the local... Uh, the local business guy, make sure you... Yeah, talk to your boss, you <laughs> yeah. know. He's like, hey, Sam, are you aware that there's a body outside? He's like, no. <laughs> no, I am not responsible for that body. <laughs> Since you're the one who totally saw it first, Luke, yeah. how about you call? Yeah, you should call the police and let them know that you found this body that I wasn't anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it was killed by a dog or anything, right? <laughs> She's interviewed by Sheriff Dearborn and Alcee Beck, who I don't think we've met before, but he's another one of the one of the police officers. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, I think he's new. And she totally rats him out. Straight up. Yeah, she tells them Lafayette had gone to a sex party a few days ago. Yeah, I gotta say, th- this, uh, this, you know, Sookie does what she does now. She reads everyone's mind the first right, time right. she meets them. And what she reads in these people's minds is not very friendly. No. It's not not, not nice stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gotta say, this whole interrogation was a little rough, you yeah. know? Like, like, oh, uh, was it at a black person's house or a white person's house, this sex party with the drugs or whatever? It was mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can see this case coming together, right? Yeah, uh-huh. That's kind of what I was, yep. Yep. I mean, it's definitely still small town. Small town cops. Small town Louisiana. But Suki can send thoughts to people now? Yeah, I did catch that. She said that when she, if she sends calming thoughts to somebody else's mind, then she can... I think she said move through it like water, which I guess means she could read them more easily. Yeah. So maybe not thoughts, but but feelings? I don't know. That is that is an interesting twist. I mean, that's starting to get, I don't know, a little darker. No, that's great, right? That's, <laughs> I think that's way better than being able to read minds, putting minds and thoughts in people's heads, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But more evil, though, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. But as we've established in our previous podcast, if I had powers, I would absolutely use them for evil. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what it was. Just yeah. evil. Yeah, evil just for, I mean, just like, oh, yeah, there's like good or evil, <laughs> evil all the way. Yeah, you can That's cure right. cancer, sure, but you're only going to do it for, like, dictators. <laughs> for money. <laughs> Lots of money. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, like, buy shares in smoking companies or something. Absolutely, yeah. Increase the cancer. That's oh, happening. yeah, 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 because I think that's the... That's where my bread and butter comes from. You know? <laughs> All right. We've established Mike is chaotic evil. Uh, you know, lawful evil, mostly. Mm. Mostly. Mostly. So I appreciate how economical this is in reintroducing the scenario. You know, the the, the author, right? Charlene mm-hmm. Harris. Yeah. Like you, you can read this chapter and you know she's psychic. She's got a vampire boyfriend. They got some history with the town. You know about her relationship with her brother. You know, her relationship with her coworkers and her boss. Who is a shapeshifter? All this stuff is like all in there, mm-hmm. but it doesn't bog down too much either. It's still, you know, pretty pretty readable. So you're saying that the recap chapter in this isn't as painful as some other recap chapters we've read? <laughs> Indeed. If you're fans of our other podcasts, you'll know that their recap, the chapters of recap in some Robert Jordan books are longer than this entire book. Yeah, uh, I think I think there was legitimately a hundred a hundred page prologue, right, or something like that. Yeah, That's crazy. There yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good authorship. Yeah. yeah, they flow really well from one into the other. It doesn't feel like you're starting all over again with mm-hmm. the second book. Yeah. Chapter two. Terry Belfleur shows up for work. Andy told him that Lafayette's neck was broken and he'd been sexually assaulted and probably put in the car after his death. 
And that's interesting that Andy was telling Terry that because I don't see why he would. Yeah, I was They're wondering cousins about that. of some sort, but still, that doesn't seem appropriate. Uh, I mean, Andy Belfleur is what, not what I would consider an excellent cop, you know? So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not that surprising. But you're right. Yeah, that's definitely not something he should be talking about. Um, but I guess we get to find out about this way anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, was he messed with, as I said before, or after the murder? Yeah, well, uh, Renee is, we're assuming, in jail for a very long time, so at least we know it wasn't Renee Lanier. That's true, yeah. So there's somebody else who likes sexually assaulting bodies. Possibly. Gross. Yeah, well, we know that's on the table. The town is called Bon Tomps, right? Yeah, let's <laughs> have a, a good, good time. Point. Uh, but yeah, he was killed somewhere else and moved to the car, which I thought seemed pretty obvious because the only thing worse than uh, having sex in the back of a car is murdering someone in the back of a car, gotta tell you. Mm. Wait, you, you have to tell us? I mean... <laughs> I mean what? <laughs> I, I imagine. <laughs> I've heard mm-hmm. on the, you know, the internet from my message boards where we well, talk about Sometimes it's the only place you can murder someone because, you know, you're living with your parents, they're living with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it wouldn't be necessarily like my first choice of places to murder someone. You know, backseat well, What would be your first choice of place to murder someone? Oh, nice hotel room like where somebody else is cleaning up after you, you know? Oh, I would say the center of the Earth's molten core. <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be a really easy murder. Exactly, right? But wouldn't you also die? It's a murder-suicide, probably. Oh, well, now murder. we've got requirements. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is taking Sookie to Fantasia that night for vampire business. Yeah, you know, and, and she gets off work and has to get ready, and she doesn't even have time for a nap. I think Sookie has way more stamina than I do. I'm just imagining, like, a full work day. And then immediately going out for vampire business, which could probably last all night, right? Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, give me 30 minutes for a nap or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Got to squeeze some sleep in there. I'm too old for that. Yeah, it, it seems like she's not sleeping very much, although I guess regular injections of vampire blood. Or whatever. Or, or whatever <laughs> else the vampire needs to give her. Uh, have, have been keeping her energy levels up. Oh, yeah. God. I wish I could. I wish there were healthy drugs that you could take where you just never was never retired. But yeah. it's so good. Oh, me too. Especially yeah. when you have like a little kid. If I if there was a healthy way for me to eliminate sleep from my schedule, I would do it immediately. Have Absolutely. you ever tried meth? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, me either. <laughs> so, Asking for a friend. I like that Bill mentions that they have to do all this vampire business because vampires have to pay taxes now because they came out of the, the coffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you know, that the only thing sucks. The only thing sure is death and taxes, unless you're a vampire, and then it's just taxes. <laughs> so, but no, oh, by the way, Bill shows up mid shower. Like she's mid shower, and he just appears. And I know that they're together and all, but that just—I feel like that doesn't give you license to show that's up on a boundary, you know? right? Mm-hmm. She could have been like washing her butt or something, or like, <laughs> or like pooping, right? Like what if she's been pooping? You know, like yeah, you gotta have do- some privacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just at least like be like call first. I'll be over in fifteen minutes. That's cool, fine. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave the door unlocked. I'll be in the shower. That's fine. You know, yeah, yeah, or at least just like hang out downstairs. Because yeah. that just would creep me out, like having somebody show up in your shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or knock on the you door at least or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that it, would startle me. Yeah. yeah. Seemed, seemed a little like but she's into intrusive. it like Bill's always showing up by surprise in places and she likes it I guess so like, I guess he teleported into my bedroom that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> so romantic yes so we find out that Eric has summoned Sookie to go read another mind mm-hmm. uh, hopefully this one involves less blood in the mouth you know yeah, random people's right. blood in the yeah. mouth mm-hmm. hopefully yeah so we have our southernism of the episode Sookie is talking about Bill and she says he died a few years after the end of the Civil War, or the War of Northern Aggression, as my mother always called it. Oh, 
that's you know, I was really like into Grand. I, 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 now I kind of wish I knew less about Grand. <laughs> I'm sure all of her hoods were spick and span. Oh. Oh. Um, I'm I'm glad this came up though because we had a really nice comment from one of our listeners in Germany who told us that she appreciates us talking about things like this or like bless your heart just because being in Germany she doesn't necessarily understand these things. So we wanted to explain our reactions when we were talking about the club, the descendants of the glorious dead. Oh yeah. So that's like a civil war thing. And it's, it's specifically a Confederacy thing. Yeah. That is yeah. to say the South, the bad guys in the civil war, the pro slavery faction. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's a bit celebrating the bad guys. Yeah. The descendants of the glorious dead means descendants of the slave owners that fought for slavery in the civil war. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not so glorious in our opinion, but, uh, right. But there are parts of the South where people still celebrate such things. Uh, Indeed. One yeah. way or the other. Yeah. It ended in 1865, but there's still some culture wars in the deep South about continuing to fly the flag of the confederacy yeah which were a bunch of traitorous slave owners yeah well you know yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that was that's why we that's why we reacted the way we did when we heard the that grand was still into that yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not she's not in the kkk but she probably knows people in the kkk that's kind of yeah mm-hmm. uh, she she runs in the same circles we'll say yeah mm-hmm. anyway um, they're driving to Shreveport and Bill bought a strip mall. Yeah. So, yay, Bill. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, so we're just going to talk about commercial real estate investment on this drive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's funny because like, if you ever want to get your human hair cut or your human hair, human nails did, I own a beauty salon and a human food dispensary <laughs> and a human covering symporium. It's like, like, he doesn't understand these human things, but this is what humans like. Buy him. That's right. And, and she gets really mad about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, she she talks about how she's proud that they're they're not poor, and she mentions that her family is so poor they almost had to sell their second house at one point. Yeah. That's how poor they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, come on, Sookie. yeah. I, 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 you think Lafayette had a second house? I know. It's yeah. Sookie is like having none of this. This I don't know. I I feel like if a, a nice vampire wanted to feed and clothe and pretty me up i'd be all about it i'm just saying you know yeah i'm not above being someone sugar uh whatever sugar 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 baby <laughs> yeah so if you want to sponsor me and make me pretty check us out at patreon <laughs> <laughs> yeah a certain a certain percentage of all your donations go towards making micah pretty <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna get makeovers i just gotta say like i i i don't think he was being rude or condescending the way he said it. It didn't feel that way to me, but... No. The vibe I get was this was just sort of a business venture that he was doing, and, and he was like, hey, check out these benefits. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think from her perspective, she doesn't want to be seen as, like, a kept woman. She probably has, like, a some kind of, like, cultural perception of, of that kind of person, like mm-hmm. uh, like someone who's, like, I don't know, floozy or, or useless or something like sure, that, yeah. which I, I did not believe that was what Bill was intending, but, you know. That, no. I think that's what, how she interpreted it. Mm-hmm. I so, would be like, heck yeah, free pedicure. I know, right? Me too. Yeah. Get yeah, my nails your vampire business. Let's go get pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go there now? Yeah, right. So despite him, Sookie storms off into the woods, which is yeah, they, a terrible idea. Yeah. They, this uh, is, in this world, there are vampires and dog people and who knows what the fuck else. So, <laughs> Well, we're I, about to find out who the fuck else is yeah. out there. And mm-hmm. Bill just leaves her there. 
He's like, well, when you're go- when you get over it, uh, I'll be, I don't know, getting a mechanic, I guess. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, the car stalls, and she refuses to interact with him. He was, so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get somebody to fix the car for us. Like, I was, I was okay with him leaving, because hmm. he assumed that she'd be fine, and he was going to go fix the problem. Like, that car had to get oh, fixed know, again. I got the vibe that he was just going to go run to... Baton Rouge and do his vampire business. Oh, no. Oh, I, no, I think he's going to the mechanic. Yeah, oh. to find somebody to help since the car is stalled. Yeah. Okay. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, Bill. Yeah, no, I didn't think he was just leaving her there. I think he was planning on coming back. He was just trying to solve the problem. Yeah. Well, either way, nearly immediately, as Alice mentioned, uh, Suki encounters a woman with a pig, which, I mean, typically is pretty innocuous, right? But you never know in these parts. It's probably a were pig or something, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It's a razorback hog, and I've heard, and she says that those are. Those can be pretty vicious. Oh, they have big tusks. Yep, big old tusks. Yeah, so it's a maenad. And she says she has a message for Eric and gouges the shit out of Sookie's back. Yeah, apparently she's not fond of vampire Eric. No. So she just shanks her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which sounds incredibly uncomfortable. This uh, maenad is now my favorite character. Yeah. Is she? She is so cool. Yeah. She's pretty crazy. Yeah, she's she's like got a, a war pig and she's got like blood all around her mouth from eating flesh i assume right. yeah and she's just sending like dickish messages to vampires just because <laughs> yeah. she's mad at them or something yeah. for owning a bar or whatever yeah yeah i, I mean I, I figured you might appreciate this character actually <laughs> yeah. yeah and she's like 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 she just ate a squirrel or something so she's got blood all over her mouth yeah, yeah. it's squirrel blood you know <laughs> from a snack <laughs> you know sometimes you get a little chocolate pudding in your beard she's got squirrel blood all over her face <laughs> right yeah but i mean she's on her way to like send a, a grim message using mind control and magic but, you know, there's no reason not to stop for a snack of raw flesh on the way. She's so cool. Maybe it was by design, you know? She, maybe she's, like, rubbing a little corpse around her mouth for, for the effect, you yeah, know? maybe that's the look, yeah. Yeah. Muss up the hair, rub some squirrel on your face, ready to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, either way, Sookie's like, well, guess I better get to crawling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill comes back, thankfully, and gets her and takes her to Shreveport. And here's <laughs> one of my favorite characters who shows up. Wait, hold on, though. So she finds Bill and she's like, I have to get this message to Eric. She's not like, I need to get to a hospital. I mean, I, I appreciate her dedication, but a hospital seems like a better bet here, you know? Yeah, the thing is, if you go to a vampire, they'll heal you. Hospitals will take a lot longer. Oh, I guess so. Is my thinking. Is she and, still like... Suki, like, she has kind of a target fixation, you mm-hmm. know? She doesn't seem to like... She doesn't seem to value damage to herself very highly yeah, in terms of her calculations. Getting the job done. Exactly, right? Yeah. Remember, this is like, this is a chain fighter Sookie we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if only she'd had her chain. I know. That <laughs> like a fool. That <laughs> Maynard would have been in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky I don't have my fighting chain. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Eric brings in a doctor. Who's a dwarf of some kind. Yeah, yeah. And is apparently well-versed in Maynard poison. Yeah, apparently Maynard wounds are venomous. Yeah. Uh, I have to say the prognosis is not tremendously positive. No, it's not. She's like, you're probably going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently they just have to do a blood transfusion. I love that. Okay, hold on now. I, I, ta- I want to talk through this. So the solution <laughs> is that everyone there has to drink Sookie's blood, right? Uh, yeah, this... This vampire doctor who works for vampires. Dwarf doctor. Well, but I mean, yeah, I was meaning like a doctor who works by vampires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It just happens to say, oh, the only cure for your condition is you let all these vampires drink your blood. Also, Sookie mentions that when the doctor comes in, the doctor is not dressed like a doctor normally is. They're dressed like in the weird clothes that you think a doctor might wear. Like, they're not wearing the little scrubs or anything. 
She's just wearing the the, the this white coat, fake like, doctor's like, suit. Like a fake doctor. It's like, did they just find this person and be like, here, put on these doctor clothes and tell her we have to drink her blood? <laughs> it's probably a kid because she says he's really short. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, this is probably some rando that Eric paid to tell Sookie that, oh, the only way to do this is get your blood drunk. Yeah. There's pro- the mine, I think, probably isn't even poisonous. It's probably just like a exactly, wig, right? yeah. It was interacting really badly with her. That's true. She's not having yeah. a good time. Yeah. And then the doctor starts licking her wound. Yes. And she's like, no, this is this is part of the treatment. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. it, It's fine, it's fine. I'm just, this is part of the treatment. It did not raise my confidence, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I wonder if it was based on a real uh, mystical creature. Is there something out there that looks like that? I was thinking goblin. A goblin? Do goblins have, like, healing powers? Uh, they often have magical powers, but mm-hmm. not healing mm-hmm. specifically, I don't think. Like saliva that, you know, yeah. heals. heals you? But she could be an elf. Yeah, could be no. So I'm not sure. A variety of possible. Uh, Suki, this actually made me laugh out loud that Suki thinks like, no, she looks like a hobbit. Maybe she's a hobbit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, she could, we we don't know, right? Like, we we learned last book that there's shapeshifters and vampires. Okay. This book we learned there's Minad. That's some pretty obscure shit, right? We literally met in Minad like an hour before. So yeah, there could be hobbits. Maybe, why not, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, either way, apparently this is happening. So he's like, all right, well, here we go. Because she passes out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the, I'm surprised they have that uh, Eric has a leather couch also. Because those stain, you know. Do and, they? Uh, I, thought, I thought leather was easy to clean. Is it not? Is that right? I thought like it, it was porous and it could soak up liquids. Mm, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's treated leather. I haven't but, tried putting much blood on a leather couch, but I'll find out for you. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Sookie thinks, you know, she's probably the only bleeding woman in Eric's office. <laughs> I mean, on any given day of the night, or that, any that given seems night like a huge assumption, like a not not likely assumption. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just expected Eric to have a lot more, like you know, plastic stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said it's leather, but it might be pleather. Yeah, that's true. Could be a plastic couch. Yeah, or maybe he's just so rich he gets a new couch every night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me call my upholsterer. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yep, come on over. We got another one. <laughs> Dave's nighttime upholstery. Yeah. Chapter three, she wakes up, Bill, Eric, and Chow, who's the new bartender, and Pam are there. They have drained Sookie, Then her blood was replaced with a mix of human blood and synthetic. Yeah. The procedure was a success. Every vampire there got to drink from Sookie, and also she survived, I guess. (laughs) Right. That's good, too. They're all super into it. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, that was great. So (laughs) glad you're feeling better, Sookies. So they have synthetic blood? We don't have that in real life, right? No, but this, no, this is what the, they drink. This, yeah, that's the true So blood. it works in humans? Yeah. Apparently. I mean, Yeah, that's the like, reason it started. I feel like they totally buried the lead in these books, though. Like, they invented synthetic blood. That's a big deal. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, that's the whole point. They, the Japanese invented synthetic blood, and then the vampires were like, hey, we can drink this now. Uh, that's why they showed up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, I found it interesting. True Blood is not actually what it's called in the books. No. Right, they, True Blood is just one of the brands. Yeah, okay. Because she mentions another brand. I don't remember what it was. Like Life Stream or something like that. I was mm-hmm. like, huh. Life Flow, maybe. Yeah. Think, yeah. I think, I mean, it's a catchy name for a show. I think True Blood is good. If I was yeah. going to make a, a synthetic blood brand, I would name it um, Arterial Blast. <laughs> like a flavor? Or just yeah. A, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Suki has a post-transfusion shower and begins to feel a little more, you know, herself. Mm-hmm. And then Bill brushes her. That's totally normal, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She's like a little doll. He plays <laughs> her. It feels a little bit like a pet. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you said, a horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feeds her an apple. And then afterward, they figure it's time to get down to business. Never, you know, let a brush with death interfere with business. And this business apparently has Sookie rented out to Texas. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's some debate over whether she's actually going to be paid for it. It's just like, oh, don't worry. Bill's going to get some money for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah, that was very creepy. Her condition is that Bill is going to escort her, but I I just, she shouldn't have, in the very, very first place, should not have made the agreement with uh, Eric that she would read minds anytime he wants. Like, she shouldn't have done that. I feel like in the moment, she probably didn't think about the ramifications. She was just thinking about saving this random right. person's life. But you're right. Uh, it has definitely gone a little bit off the rails, yeah. especially now that apparently that means anyone, any vampire anywhere can pay Eric. To use her powers? Wow. Yeah, yeah Eric's not even her... Uh, Owner? Stabler? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. Her groom? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, I, well, I think it's um, it's the structure of the books, right? You want to you wanna crank out a lot of these vampire mysteries, so a sturdy structure is she works for this vampire who sends her out to the mysteries. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it'd be hard to have too many mysteries coming out of Bon because it's right. so small. They'd I run mean, people, <laughs> I, so far that's, I, I mean, so far they've killed off uh, quite a bit of Bon Tom. I mean, this first murder was also another local. Yeah. That's for five, Lafayette I mean, is the fifth person in Bon Tom who's died in like a week or uh-huh. whatever. Like I said, mm-hmm. very high per capita murder rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Also, we learned a bit, little bit more about the Minad. Yeah. It turns out they're just another kind of immortal, but they feed on drunken violence and pride. Mm-hmm. And if she feels underappreciated, she can send a vampire into murderous madness. So, yes. Uh, yeah. And they're, they're like from ancient Greece or something. They yeah. like, they got too jiggy with the god Bacchus at the Bacchanalia. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and they, pass on a little bit of his uh, immortality and, you know, madness. These people are so cool. It is pretty I, I cool. would love, I mean, seriously, this, this yeah. seems like the way to go. Well, even if you have to eat raw animals a lot. Eh, you know, I, I eat rare steaks all the time. Well, not all the time, <laughs> but, you know, I, when I eat my steak, I eat it rare. So I think that's not that big, not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. She needs a tribute or she can send madness. Yeah. The next night at work. Sookie tells Sam about the Minad and he kisses her, which seems like a super appropriate response. Nope. I know, right? Like, okay, first of all, he has way more opinions about her personal life in terms of like, oh, I don't know if you should be going to do that. It's like, you're my fucking boss. You can back <laughs> off. I'm going on this trip, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then he goes, this dude cannot read a room. Like, I don't think that <laughs> Sookie was, you know, putting any like kiss me vibes out there at all. No. I just feel like he's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. He's probably got money, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I think Sookie needs to put one of those training collars on him, like you have with dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, buzzes. Uh-huh. Zapping. Yeah, he starts sniffing her, just, zzz, nope. Like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And let's see what else happens. Oh, Sookie gets real judgy with Jason's girlfriend. Like, oh, you're pregnant. You probably shouldn't probably be having that drink. It's like, okay, yeah. well, hold on now. Well, she's, she, the girlfriend is just sipping it, right? Yeah, she wasn't even going to drink it. Yeah. She's like, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Rude. Yeah. I feel real sorry for this woman if she is pregnant oh, yeah, with Jason's child. That's what I was thinking. Oh, oh girl. Oh, girl. Do not marry Jason Stackhouse. <laughs> yeah, please. I mean, no. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, that's a long list of red flags, right? Yeah. Remember Absolutely. the time he punched Sookie immediately after their grandmother died? Yeah. 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 He, he literally just got out of jail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Under suspicion of murder. I mean, he didn't actually do it you think yeah <laughs> we think we're pretty sure 
Plus, you know, all the videos of him having sex with other women that he made. Yeah, well, I mean, as long as they were, you know, on board with it, I guess, you know. I guess. <laughs> That's definitely who you want to be, the father of your child. Maybe not. Hmm. But what do I know? Yeah. Portia comes back to the bar. Andy asked her to get Sookie to listen and try to get information about Lafayette's sex party. This is the real reason that Sookie should not have been, should be keeping her power secret. She was keeping them secret because she was embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. But now every damn person is going to be coming around wanting her to read some mind. You want, she should start charging like a, a steep consulting fee so that everyone's just like, okay, well, that's yeah, expensive. Absolutely. Yeah. Or maybe Andy should do his own freaking police work. Uh, I mean, <laughs> then no crime in Bon Tom's going to get solved. Yeah. Yeah. But Portia's kind of a dick about it, too, you know? Like, she's going to come asking for a favor with that, like, entitlement thing going, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I She can fuck right off, is what I think, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, she didn't pay for her drink. Rude. Oh, yeah. Very rude. She just, like, left without paying for her wine. Mm. Ugh, terrible. Cool. Yeah, bell fleurs suck. Yeah, yeah you there's, know... There's a bit in here where Bill talked about how much the bell fleurs suck. I'm beginning to be on, on board with it. Though I think right. Terry's cool, right? Terry's uh, cool, but he's kind of like a cousin... Doesn't he have, like, like violent outbursts? He has PTSD. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Because he's in Vietnam. I, I, it's understandable, but also not very cool. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we don't know that he has violent outbursts, but he does have what they call the dark days, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. Sounds unpleasant. And they're leaving for Dallas the next day. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they don't, they don't uh, waste the opportunity to do some packing and bone, of course, you know. Right, right, right. Gotta yeah, do some, your... Some packing. Yeah. <laughs> pack and then pack it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I, road trip boning. I'm glad Sookie is finally enjoying her telepathy a little bit. Yeah. Or at least just not feeling bad about it. Yeah, I, I uh, again, I wouldn't want to have this power, especially if you can't control it. But, um, I mean, if you got it, you got to make it work for you, right? She shouldn't, do, she shouldn't be a bartender. She should be a detective and getting paid a lot of money for it. Not Absolutely. You know, doing it for free for vampires, I guess. Absolutely, right? She should hire herself out to... The UN. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. She'd be really good oh, for negotiations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's something I wanted to mention earlier. So they mentioned at that uh, uh, for a while, a friend of Bill's, a vampire, was filling in as a cook yeah. at Merlot's. Yeah. A vampire cook? Uh-huh. That doesn't seem like a good idea to me at all. No, he, he was Why a not? cook before the... He was a short... Didn't they say he was a short order cook before he got turned? Yeah. yeah. Like, before the Great Depression. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he, like, he doesn't... They don't eat food. He's not going to taste it. Well, you just follow the recipe, right? Is that how cooking works? I, I mean, that's how I... I'm not a very good cook, so yeah, I follow the recipe pretty, pretty closely. Like, I don't imagine you'd have, like, a gourmet chef, but if you're just making burgers and hot dogs and chicken tenders, I think it'd be just fine. I don't know. I just feel like cooks... They, they give life, right, to the world. Uh-huh. Vampires are like the opposite of cooks. If sounds, you think about it. It sounds to me like you're a vampire racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who else had a big problem with a vampire cook? Was Sheriff Dearborn and Alcee, who are I, not, not great. I kind of think they're right. They got a point. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I, th- I feel like vampires have a very good sense of smell. They're very, they're very fast. Like, I think you could be a very good cook. You, know, you you just wouldn't, like Alice said, you wouldn't be able to do anything creative or, or you know, gourmet. But I bet you could you could slam together some... And they, they touch corpses a lot, which is a thing I usually don't want my cooks to do. I assume they got to wash their hands. You think so, but, like, if you're immune to all diseases or something, are you going to wash your hands every time? Well, is a fresh corpse one you've just drained? That's not necessarily going to be any more unhealthy than touching any 
other body, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's not like it's had time to develop cholera or something. Come on, just rethink okay. your prejudices. Job. Okay, you're right. I'm okay with food Check cooked by yourself. somebody who touched a fresh corpse. <laughs> As long as it's not I mean, gold one. Isn't that what all meat is? Just fresh corpses? Oh my god, you blow my mind here. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them aren't even that fresh, you know? I mean, some of that meat's been, you know, frozen for weeks. It's true. Yeah, especially if he's doing just like patties, like frozen patties. Also, aren't vampires often in the in the in need of disposing of corpses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Sweeney Todd style. Hey, I mean, if it tastes good. What? <laughs> but this bar food, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> I don't know. So one of the best burgers I've ever had in Austin was a, at a bar. Which one? It's uh, Casino Camino. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have an excellent burger. Anyway, that's, that's what I missed. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to complain about the vampire cook. No, yeah, yeah. I'm against it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be reading chapters four and five of Living Dead in Dallas, the second book in Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse series. I am Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We'd love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we might even answer it on air. Please share this with anybody who you think will like this. Please give us good reviews, especially on iTunes. And thank you so much to the people who already have. We really appreciate it a lot. Uh, please check our, our Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night Sookie. Sookie.